Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Dr. Emmencore, and today we're going to be looking at all things narcissists. Um, if you have been in a situation where you're thinking, am I really with a narcissist or am I not? And you might be going back and forth, back and forth, thinking, I think they're a narcissist. I don't know if they are. It could be that you are, and it might be that you're not. So let's explore it and put your mind at ease and just take a deep breath in and breathe out. Just listen to this podcast. And by the end of it, you will know whether you are with a narcissist or not. And if you do have any questions, please do message me and we can look into your unique situation because every single relationship is unique after all. So we're going to look at six traits where if you see that you're ticking all six, then it's most likely that you are with a narcissist. There are a number of other traits that we will look at as well, just to put your mind at ease. The first thing is they have a lack of empathy. And this is key. It might appear that they have a lot of empathy. They might say all the right things to you. They might tell you that they really care about you. They might say all the right things. But actually, <clears throat> on a day-to-day -day level, you don't feel like you're heard. You don't feel like your needs are being met. And this is your emotional needs. You don't feel like your emotional needs are being met. You don't feel like you're talking to a friend who, where you can actually open up and they hear you and you know you've been understood. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, but listen, it might be if you're going back in time and you're thinking about the love bombing phase, you might actually feel like, but they have heard me before. They do listen to me. But do you feel heard? Do you feel understood? There's a difference between listening or appearing to listen and genuinely feeling heard and understood. And the reason why we feel genuinely heard and understood is when we're with someone that has empathy, they care, they are willing to understand you, they're understanding how you feel, they care about how you feel. It's that, you know, that's the lack of empathy that they have. The second thing is, entitled, they feel and expect special treatment to them, but nobody else. They feel that they are entitled. It could be that in the relationship, they feel they are entitled to being treated in a certain way, but you don't have that same entitlement. You know, it's not a fair um, relationship. It's not, it's not both ways. They feel they are entitled. And you might see this in other areas as well. They feel they're entitled to a pay rise, a better job, but yet they haven't done the years that needed or the, the stats that are needed to actually achieve that title. You know, I remember working with one girl, one lady who, you know, felt entitled to be a director, but hadn't actually fulfilled the roles or the competencies to actually become that director. 
And it was really interesting because on reflection, I didn't know at that time, but she was clearly a narcissist. The other thing is grandiose. They have huge fantasies and they only affiliate with people who think like them, who are cool like them, who are interesting like them. They're very into, very much into cliques. They might not listen to you or feel like you don't understand because you don't have the understanding of, you know, their um, business, for instance. Um, It could be anything. It could be even an artist who says, oh, I don't earn as much as everybody else because I'm an artist and they feel good about that. So sometimes we think grandiose just means that people that have a lot of money, um, they're drinking the right champagne, they're trying to get into the private jets. But sometimes people, even without the money, can be grandiose as narcissists and use that, the lack of money, to feel grandiose from those um, and special and better than other people around them because they don't have money. So they're very superficial as well. They are very concerned about how people perceive them. They want to look good at all times. It doesn't matter what's going on underneath. They could be really unhappy, but they have to put on a show. So they're very, very superficial. They actually genuinely don't care about what people think, um, feel, sorry, it's not what they think. They want people to feel, they don't care how the person feels. They just want to be, be perceived as being something that they're not. They don't regulate their emotions very well. They throw tantrums. They get angry very quickly, especially if they don't get their own way. Now, you'll see this once you're past the um, love bombing phase where they'll go through stages of being kind, you know, to try and get their way. Then they'll try something else. They'll be aggressive and start bullying you um, to get their way. So then the rage comes in. So you just don't know who you're going to get. They'll they'll just try every single thing and manipulate you in every single way that's possible so they can get what they want. Number six is they're hypersensitive to criticism. They can dish it out all the time, but they can't take it. And some of these elements are basically those who are narcissists. So if you find that six out of six on these then you're most likely with a narcissist. You know, other things include they tend to be jealous and gaslighting is a bad, big, big, big one and a terrible one to be experiencing where you start to doubt your own reality and you leave feeling like you're going crazy and you're rewriting, they're rewriting the past and making up stuff and you and the normal thing, any normal human being will start to question themselves, even if you 100% know it's not true. But that's the problem with gaslighting, because any normal person will start to question themselves. Did I? Did I really do that? Is that possible? And then they'll start to prove that that isn't what they did. The other thing that narcissists don't tend to be is loyal. As you know, they do tender tantrums, one minute they're this, and hence why we're always walking on eggshells around them. And the last thing is, they do actually get pleasure out of the misery of other people. If you see people that actually enjoy other people's misery, they feel happy that someone else is in pain. 
it just shows they have a lack of empathy and they are probably uh, narcissists. I wanted to go into a bit more detail about gaslighting. When someone denies your reality, you know, it can be, gaslighting can be done in a number of ways. And this is something really important for you to note. It's not always where, you know, they, you've had an argument and, you know, a few days later you say to them, it really hurt me when you said that. And they turn around and say, I never said that. You know, that is obviously gaslighting. Um, but gaslighting can also happen where they actually deny how you are feeling. So you might express, I feel really sad that you said that. And they turn around and say, you have no right to say that or feel that because da 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 da. And then they'll turn it around and throw it back in your face. That's where you feel like you just can't win with a narcissist. They will gaslight you every time you actually highlight to them what their bad behavior is doing to you. They will not accept it. They will just blame you somehow. That is gaslighting. So it's something to note also with parents. You know, if you see a child that's saying, you know, something simple like, I don't feel cold. And they're saying, well, actually, you know, they just deny that person's feelings and say something like, well, actually, your dad knows or your mum knows. You don't know. And it's just denying the child their own experience of life. I hope that really gets across what gaslighting is. And remember, most normal people will tend to question themselves, just see what kind of impact that would have on a child where they're being gaslighted in that way. They'll start to question, maybe I don't feel cold. They won't know who they are at the end of it. Hence why when you've been in a narcissistic relationship, you lose yourself bit by bit, day by day. Because of the gaslighting, you have no, you don't even know what you think anymore. I hope that's understandable. Now, one major thing to help you really understand whether you've been in a relationship with a narcissist is, have you ever thought, I should record this conversation, or I need to put this in writing? I need to get some videos or cameras in the house because I need to prove to this person that they're, what they're saying, they're denying that this ever happened, but I know that this did. And I need to now record everything. If you're trying to record everything and putting things down in writing because you know that they're going to go back on stuff, they're just really flaky on everything. And you feel like, oh, I need to put it in writing, or they've forgotten this, or, and you need to get every communication, <laughs> record conversations. You're with a, you're in a relationship with a narcissist. When you feel ha you have to record conversations in some way, it's time. It's time to recognize you are with a narcissist. And narcissists just want you to make them look good. That's it. And the difference between a narcissist and a normal person in relationships, yeah, you know, we all want people that make us feel good. Whereas a narcissist just wants to be with someone that makes them look good. That's the major difference. So we're in it, we're invested our feelings into that relationship. Whereas a narcissist 
doesn't invest their feelings into a relationship. They just want to look good. That's all. They're not invested with their feelings. It's all about how they look and how they're perceived. The other thing to notice, narcissists are made, they're not born. They are usually in, you know, and you can probably see looking back into their life, whether they are a narcissist by digging a bit deeper into their life as they grew up. If they were overindulged, where they were just told to focus on the superficial things, where they're told to, you know, make sure they don't bring shame on the family, they focus a lot on their achievements, wanting them to be the best, wanting them to be um, better than everybody else. If your parents, if their parents, sorry, um, brought them up in that way to try and always look good in society, and yet they were not available to that child emotionally, they weren't there for meeting that um, them on an emotional level. If you can dig into their past and find out whether they had a lot of pressure to achieve, to look good, to be financially stable, maybe, whatever it is, but actually, they actually weren't, they were underindulged on the emotional side. And they were valued for, you know, the external qualities for being look good, looking good, they will then more than likely have narcissistic um, traits. So the thing about narcissists is that they try and hook you in by saying, if you love me more, if you do this for me, then things will turn around. You just need to do that for me. But the thing with narcissists is it doesn't matter. They're an empty shell. No matter how much you give, 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 give and give, they will take, 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 take and take and take and take some more, and take and take and take and take from everyone and anyone around them, even your children. They will take and take and take. You will try everything, but it won't be enough because narcissists doesn't want to change because they don't think they need to change. They think you need to change. You need to give them more that will make it better. It's your fault that you're not giving them enough. And you can try and make it better for them. You might even get them into therapy. And they might get therapy and they might even realize that they are a narcissist. They might not agree and they might not tell you, but they might realize it and they might go through therapy. But the problem is with narcissists is the littlest bit of stress and they're off again. They've gone loopy and they're having, you know, the the narcissistic traits will come into full power once again because Day-to-day living does have stress. Things don't always go perfectly well. And then they are triggered and then they've lost themselves again. So narcissists don't tend to retain the therapy or the work that's been done on them because they lack empathy. That is the core issue that they have. So if you are in a relationship with a narcissist, um, there's just two options. One is to get out and one is to stay. If you choose to get out, know that getting out of a relationship with a narcissist is quite difficult. So be prepared, get yourself ready, do some therapy work before you actually go ahead and get out of the relationship and be ready to do all the 
therapy work after you've got out of a relationship as well, because that's when you realize the true impact of narcissistic abuse. If you decide to stay, you need to manage your expectations and know that this person isn't going to meet your emotional needs. So you need to create a support network where you are getting your emotional needs met. I'm not at all saying that you should go off and have a relationship with anyone, but, you know, have good friends around you, create relationships where you are getting your emotional needs met. Because when you're with a narcissist, you'll always feel that you're not good enough because they will make you feel that way. And if you've grown up with parents who are narcissistic, you will know that you always felt you weren't good enough from a young age. You just felt that to the core. So it's really important to do this therapy work, if you can, um, so that you can then move forward from that. Because the reason is narcissists can't actually regulate. They have a trait where they're so insecure and desperate for validation. They're so desperate for validation. They don't feel good enough. So then they are always projecting that onto everybody else. I really genuinely hope this has brought some closure to you on whether you are with a narcissist or not. If you have ticked all of those points, maybe not the jealousy, but picked ticked off all those six points to begin with, and you really resonate with the gaslighting, then it's probable that you're with a narcissist. And then you can make that choice. What is it that you want to do? Remember, narcissistic abuse actually creates trauma. And the longer that you live in a traumatic scenario, the more impact it will have on you. So you do need to actually put either a support system in place to start healing or leave the narcissistic relationship and start healing. But either way, you need to start healing from that narcissistic abuse. So sending you so much love. And if you're interested, please do come and join the Warrior Women group on Facebook. And also, please do get in touch with me if you are interested in healing so you can thrive once more and get back to your old self. Please do get in touch with me. I am looking for courageous women who may have been through a traumatic time in a narcissistic relationship, but really want to get back on their feet and start over and make something of their life, not only for themselves, but the future family. Do get in touch with me as I have a program called Heal to Thrive. Much love to you as always. 